guys, and welcome back to Belly Dance Talk Radio. This is Diana For dancers I've worked with, the more I learn about what you need to do to be a better troop leader. Because I think it really does take some thought because you're kind of in charge of a bunch of people and their time they're giving you. So basically, as a troop leader, I like to think of it as an energy exchange. I do believe the troop leader is giving a lot. They're giving instruction. They're getting the shows ready. You might be being paid by them. It might be a professional troop, so it might be more of like even a job. Um, They're getting you guys all ready to go and do your shows. And of course, the dancers are giving something back to the troop leader and back to the troop in there giving their time up, you know, for rehearsals, they're giving their energy, they're learning these dances. And I want to talk about how to be an amazing troop member also, because I think that's a really important thing. I think both sides need to have a great give and take and respect for each other. Um, So next week, I'll be talking about how to be a terrific dance troupe member and what goes into that. I've got lots of ideas there. I've been in troops and I've run troops. So I feel like I've seen it from both sides. So this week, let's talk about being a belly dance troop leader. I guess you could take this for any dance style really, but obviously here on Belly Dance Talk Radio, we're talking about belly dance. I wrote an article years and years ago on both on being a troop member and being a troop leader and how to really optimize that experience. It was in I believe Shimmy Magazine or Yala, uh, one of those two magazines it was in. I uh, used to be a staff writer there. So yeah, it was in Yala Magazine. That's an awesome magazine, by the way, if, if anyone wants to check out. A, you know, I used to run Midbits Belly Dance Magazine for 12 years here in Canada. But um, Shimmy and Yala are both terrific magazines. If you want to check them out, I think they're still being published. I'm pretty sure I'll, I'll look into that and get back to you guys, but yeah, check them out. I don't know if you guys love magazines as much as I love magazines. And I know I'm getting a little off topic here, but I do love magazines, even though all print is going out of style. I love books and magazines and it's really fun to read a belly dance magazine every now and then. So yeah, do check that out. Anyways, um, the first point I'd like to make is really what I talked about a bit. I've been in troops all my life until I started having troops. And I guess thinking about it, if you're a troop leader, it's hard sometimes because you're all in your own head, but try and think of it from the dancer's point of view. So what would your dancers love to be a part of? What would your dancers like to do? What type of shows are they looking for? What type of shows are going to make them love that troupe? What type of rehearsals are going to make them want to work harder and learn dances more? What type of dances do they want to do? So taking, I know troops are started for an artistic vision usually, or a reason from the troop um, leader, but always try and take into consideration what the dancers are going to be happiest doing. Uh, not that that's the be all end all and that's all you're going to do. Oh, just what the dancers want. Obviously you're having your input a lot of the time, but just thinking what, uh, what are they thinking? How are they feeling in this rehearsal? You know, am I treating them in a way that's going to make them want to come to rehearsals and love this troupe and love doing shows with this troupe and love each other and all that? Are there disputes? You know, there's so much drama in troops, and I don't think you can really 
stop it, but just how you deal with it. Think about how you deal with it. Is that the way, um, you know, do you sweep it under the rug? Do you bring it out and make it even more dramatic? You know, I think sometimes you need to find a balance there and figure out how you'll deal with problems. And often I tell my troops, I like to put this out there right at the start now because I have been through troop drama and all that stuff. Um, Being in troops, leading troops, everything. There's always going to be some drama when there's a bunch of dancers together, you know, all the time rehearsing, doing shows, all this stuff. But what I like to tell my troop nowadays is, you know, we're family. If something's wrong, you know, say I had a fight with my mom or my husband and, you know, we were really angry with each other. Some words were said, whatever. There was some drama. I wouldn't just go away and be like, well, that's that and leave them. I, I hope. <laughs> I mean, that's the attitude I take with my husband and my mom and my close family and friends. But so I tell my troop, you know, we are a family. Let's be a family. If you're having a problem, come directly to me and tell me. Tell me what, and I will tell you. Let's be open about it. If there's an issue, I think it's really important that everyone speaks out. You know, just come tell the troop leader or the troop leader can tell you personally if there's an issue and you can work it out hopefully. Usually you can work it out, um, you know, if something's within reason. So not just um, black and white and like, oh, that didn't work out. I'm going to leave. And I've had that happen many times where people just leave my troop without telling me why. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I hear rumors. I kind of can be like, I guess maybe it was this, or maybe I heard someone said it was this. It's really hard. So if you're having a problem, you know, as a troop leader, or I'm even talking about people in the troop now, but I guess I'll talk more about that next week. Um, but if you're having a problem, you know, just, just, have a discussion, have a meeting, have a a time when you can all kind of air out whatever's going on, any weird feelings before it festers and gets worse and stuff like that. So that's that. Just treat each other like a family, I think. You know, the troop leader is a bit like the mom and they're there to nurture all the dancers and make opportunities for them and make sure they're all doing well like a mother would. So I do kind of think of myself as the dance mama (laughs) troop leader, right? And I I like that. Like, I like that idea. And if my kids had a problem with me, hopefully they'd come to me. And if I had a problem with them, I would come to them and tell them, hey, this is an issue. I wouldn't just walk away and never talk to them again. So I think that's one piece of um, advice I'll give you all about being in a troop or being a troop leader. The first thing I think you have to decide when you start a troop is deciding what type of troop are you? So, you know, there's so many different types of troops. There's student troops. There's kind of troops that spawn off of a class. Like you learned a choreography in a class and now you're going and performing at festivals with it. There's professional troops where you go and dance for money at weddings, clubs, parties, whatever the case may be. Um, And there's semi-professional, there's kind of in between where you might do some free festivals, you might do some paid gigs. So just deciding what type of troupe, first of all, in that realm you are. Are you student level? Are you professional? Are you, you know, where are you dancing? What is the whole point? Do people have to look a certain way in the troupe? Um, Because if you're a commercial troupe, the sad truth is dancers will have to look a certain way to be hired for gigs usually and be successful as a professional, you know, 
troupe that's dancing at weddings and corporate events and all those things? Is there a look for the troupe? Is there, you know, a level you have to be to be in the troupe? All this stuff. Decide what troupe, what type of troupe you're going to be. Decide what type of leader you're going to be. So, is it going to be authoritative? Are you going to be the only one that makes decisions or will everyone be a part of the decision-making process? So, or maybe you have a few people that are kind of more the leaders, like you have an assistant troop leader and stuff like that. Or is it what you say goes and you're the number one uh, authority there? And decide what that's going to be before you start your troop. So you go into it telling people, this is how it is. You report to me or you report to me and so-and-so, or we all discuss and make a decision, like a collective kind of. Um, so just deciding on on what type of troop leader you want to be, what type of troop it is. Also, what your expectations are, what the dancer's expectations are from you and what your expectations are from the dancer's all that into consideration. So having shared expectations really helps you not run into problems in the long run. Um, Some things you can think about is letting your dancers know kind of how often they are expected to rehearse. So if it's once a week for two hours or if it's, you know, twice a week for one hour or if it's once a month, whatever it is, letting your dancers know right at the get-go how often they're going to have to be rehearsing, how often they have to take classes, like are they expected to take a technique class with you too, or a choreography class with you, or whatever that might be. Letting them know how often shows might be. You might not know exactly, but give them kind of what your expectation might be, what you're hoping for, what you're going to try and get for them. So will it be monthly? Will it be every weekend they're doing shows? Um, You know, will it be busier in the summer and then less busy in the winter just that type of stuff will dancers be compensated so are they getting paid for shows or is it totally volunteer and or a mixture of the two maybe also I think giving an idea of how formal or casual the troupe is going to be uh, is a good idea. So some people just want to drop in and kind of, they can do a show here, they can't do a show, whatever. Um, you use whoever is available. Uh, and then other people, you know, might be expected to be at every show and every rehearsal and all that. So decide if if you're okay with having a casual type of troupe or a more structured firm you know, regimented troop. So that type of thing, will members of the troop need to buy their own costumes or will you be providing costumes for them? So that type of thing and any other costs that they might need to be um, spending for the troop. So put that all out there just so they know right at the get-go. Are troop members allowed to dance with other troops or work with other dancers in the community? So some troops have the kind of contracts and stuff where you're not allowed to dance with other troops and stuff like that so put that out there let everyone know if you have an expectation that they're only going to be dancing with you or if you're even going to be kind of personally upset if they go and dance like even if you don't have a contract if you're going to feel sad or mad or not like the dancer if they go and do something with someone else put that out there right now just so everyone knows because if they don't know then they don't know and then you know things happen like that and then let your dancers know what they can expect from you so putting it 
out there, straight out there is a really good idea. So they're not expecting things that you're not willing to kind of give to them. Will they get new choreographies? Can they use these choreographies for solo shows and other stuff? Are they allowed to use your troupe choreographies for other things? You know, put that out there. Will they get technique refinement in rehearsals or will they have to take separate classes for that? Will you be organizing all the shows? Will you be taking care of all the details? If they're paid shows, will you get paid and then pay the dancers so they don't have to go and bother people for money and stuff like that? Um, will you be taking care of the costumes or will they? We talked about that before. Will you, you know, be inspiring them and motivating them to get to be better dancers? Uh, what type of feedback will you be giving them? Will they get notes? Will you, you know, work on stuff right then and there? Let them know what's going to happen. Kind of what rehearsals will entail and what shows will entail and and what they can expect from this troupe really just so people aren't getting into a troupe thinking one thing and then it becomes something else so try and put all what you're thinking your artistic vision the types of dances they're going to be performing is it all folklore is it all cabaret is it tribal style is it a mixture is it funky is it traditional whatever it is let everyone know at the audition or at the first troop meeting or whatever it is when you put the call out for dancers or if a new person joins the troop if you have an existing troop and someone joins I think it's important to let them know all these things and not let them just kind of make up what they're getting into because then it gets confusing as it goes along if it's not really what they were thinking. I think a really good thing is to and I don't do this anywhere near enough guys but it's a good idea and I got to start doing it, having regular group meetings. So having a meeting, even if you're the authoritative type leader where what you say goes, having a meeting is a really great thing just to hear. You can get feedback. It's really important as a troop leader to take feedback from your troop, not think, oh, I'm the leader and that's that. I mean, that can be the way, but taking feedback in kind of everything I think is really beneficial. Take the feedback, ask the troupe how it's going, ask them if they're enjoying rehearsals and shows. Are there any problems at shows if you're not with them? Um, maybe you're missing out on some things you're not realizing and that's when people start talking and then you're not in power anymore. People are just gossiping and things are happening. So I think really having like a monthly group meeting or a, a every two month group meeting, something like that, even four times a year, whatever it is, just getting together. It could even be fun. You could take your group out maybe to, you know, a restaurant or a bar and just sit around and have a nice meeting. Or it can be at the studio or your home or wherever it is, a park. Have a nice fun meeting get together I mean make sure you talk about all the things you need to talk about you know upcoming goals new costumes what's happening with the troop how everyone's feeling go around in a circle and ask people what they're thinking are they feeling you know like they're getting enough feedback all that stuff just bring it up and let it be a nice round table uh, get some feedback don't take things personal and uh, I know that can be hard but you know, just hear what people are saying and, and try and figure out what to do to fix problems or, um, you know, just feel good about a job well done if everything's going well. Um, another great 
thing I think is using a troop calendar. So of course on Google or on Facebook or on many other platforms, I'm sure you can make a kind of calendar with all upcoming rehearsals, upcoming shows. There's even apps that do this. I know hockey teams use them. I'm sure belly dance troops could too. So just, you know, rehearsals, shows, classes, figure out who's free for everything on there. People can sign, yes, I'm coming. Um, and you can figure things out that way. Another thing is just make sure you respect your dancer's time. All too often, I think, you know, people show up late, people, you know, and it goes both ways. Obviously, the dancers should respect your time too and be listening. And I'll talk about that next week and not goofing around the whole rehearsal when, you know, you're trying to get stuff done. But basically, I'm just thinking as the troop leader, have the space ready to go, ready to dance in uh, for rehearsals and stuff like that. Be there ahead of time, you know, be willing to stay a little after and talk to people with questions or extra things they need to know for shows coming up or whatever. And then for shows, of course, try and make sure they're super organized. You know, sometimes you can't help things going wrong and stuff like that, but have all that music organized. Um, have the contact, give someone all that information if you're not going to be at the show, have like a representative of your troop to be kind of the leader at the show. And uh, yeah, so just thinking about respecting your dancers' times at rehearsals, at shows, at meetings, whatever you're doing. Know what you're teaching. This is something I really need to work on. So I'm often looking at notes and like, oh shoot, what did I mean by this? I am, this is one of my weaknesses, definitely. But I think just knowing what you're teaching is so important um, because I sometimes give my troops like mistakes because I keep making the mistakes. So try not to do that. Learn from my mistakes. <laughs> Know that dance inside and out when you go to teach it, if possible. You know, I watched This Is It, the Michael Jackson movie about his last tour there and everything like that. Um, and it really inspired me to kind of be better at this. He knew all his backup dancers and singers, their whole part, their everything. He could find a little flaw in their choreography. And, you know, he's the big star. He knew everything. And so after seeing that movie, you guys should watch that because it was really inspirational to me in that way. Um, after watching that, I really thought, Megan, just learn the dance, learn it inside and out before you go and teach your troupe or your class that dance. Um, and it hasn't always worked, but I mean, I do have that in my head. In the back of my head, I'm like, Michael Jackson knew everything. He knew everyone's part. He knew every little, oh, you did that on the wrong count. He was meticulous that way. And I'm so opposite from that, but I try and get a little bit of that in me just because it can be really frustrating if you're trying to teach a big troop, um, their positions and, and this and that and technique, and you don't even know the choreography perfectly yourself. So know everyone's part, know everything. Yeah, it, it's good. Watch This Is It, Michael Jackson's um, documentary about his last concert there. It was super inspiring to me. And another thing, 
about respecting time is um, make sure that when you have a rehearsal, you actually have a lot of stuff to rehearse. So you're not just like, oh, hey, we're going to do something. Like if you're teaching a new choreography, I used to be in a troupe. It was kind of like a collective where we all choreographed and taught to each other. And the leader of the whole thing told us, you know, Make sure if you're going to be teaching a dance to the troupe that you have the whole choreography choreographed. Even if you know you're only going to be teaching a minute of it, have it all choreographed so that you know you can work as fast as the dancers are taking it in. So you're not just like, okay, I have the, just this minute and now I'm going to waste the rest of the 45 minutes, whatever, if they learn it really quickly, right? So have the whole choreography ready ready to go. If you can, if that's your process, if it works with you, have the whole dance ready so that if the dancers learn it quickly, you can continue on with more, right? Try not to waste time because sometimes I think that happens when people, you know, us artistic people, I think sometimes aren't, you know, we procrastinate, we don't get some something all done and then we have a rehearsal and we're like, uh-oh, I mean, I've been there. We've all been there, I'm sure. But trying to really take into consideration these people are giving you an hour or two hours, whatever it is for rehearsal out of their busy schedule and, you know, make it the best it possibly can. Give them as much as you can of what you want them to be learning and working on. And so just having the whole choreography ready to go and then teaching in a timely fashion and correcting and just making sure it all gets into them in a really great way. I think that's about all just making it a fun experience for everyone. It can be a lot of work being a troop leader. It can be a lot of thought and, and you know, behind the scenes work kind of that no one ever sees you doing, you know, getting things ready for shows, getting things ready, choreographing, teaching, polishing things. It's all the fun work. I think it's super fun. I love doing it. Um, but it can be a lot of work. And I think sometimes we get wrapped up in the work and we stop thinking about the actual players in the whole troupe. So really making sure you're thinking, if I was a dancer in this troupe, would I be loving it? What would I be thinking? Um, and I think it's easy to do that. Well, it can be hard because you get wrapped up in being the troop leader and you're thinking from your mind frame, like, why is she doing that? And why are they like that? But I think looking back on maybe a time when you were in a troop, if you've been in troops, you've probably been in troops if you were a troop leader now. Um, looking back at times when you were working with a troop and you were the dancer in a troop, and what were you thinking? Because it can be so different. You're everyone's seeing things from their own eyes and not thinking about, because now when I dance for other people, I think, oh my gosh, I totally know what she's going through, the leader. <laughs> Let me make this easy on her. Let me be an awesome member of this troupe. Because in the past, I was like, oh, you know, it's not fair or uh, this, 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 you know, complaining about things when I was in troops. And now I think, wow, you know, the troop leader's doing a lot and, uh, you know, you really, you really gotta work together, I think, because everyone sees things from their own point of view. And it's really important to sometimes see from the other person's eyes. Think about what your troop 
members are feeling and and doing and thinking a little bit. Just try and step into their their lives every now and then and just and having the group meetings where you all talk about things can really and as long as you stay open to it can really help with that. Um, so I hope this helped. Also, of course, there's fun things like what are you going to name your troupe? What costumes are you going to wear? What type of choreographies are you going to do? Of course, all those practical things. And I'm sure those are the more fun things that you guys are probably already thinking all sorts of things about, whether you have a troupe already or you're looking to start a troupe. Um, there's also, of course, where do you get your dancers? You know, usually I post auditions on Facebook and my website. Some people just call up their belly dance friends and say, let's get together and be a troop. And then more established troops, of course, probably have people coming to them and saying, hey, let me be in your troop. And also, I guess having classes helps. You can tell all your students, hey, my troop starting, like, for example, I have a student troop and it's just a class you come to. And then you're in the troop, basically. <laughs> you learn the dances, you're ready to go. And we do a lot of fun festivals. We're really busy this summer with a lot of festivals. Um, so just depending on your troupe, it depends how you get people. I guess I didn't go into all those practical aspects. I talked a little bit more about the kind of psychological and mental parts of being a troop leader. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you have any hints or tips or tricks for troop leaders and how to stay calm and just be inspirational to your troops and stay tuned next week. I will definitely delve into the topic of being an awesome troop member. So being a dancer in a troop and showing respect to your leader and just, you know, doing awesomeness in a troop and getting the most out of being in a troop really for yourself as well. So yeah, stay tuned for that. I want to hear more from you about Belly Dance Talk Radio. What do you want to hear? Who do you want to hear from? What do you want me to talk about? Do you have questions for Will the Arab guy? We'll bring that feature back where you ask him questions about music or culture or dance in general, you know, from his perspective. So let me know what you want to hear. You can follow me on Instagram at Mayada Dance. That's M-A-Y-A-D-A-D-A-N. NCE Mayada Dance. Also, check out our Facebook page at Belly Dance Talk Radio on Facebook. Definitely drop me a line if you have ideas, comments, questions, whatever it is at Mayada, M A Y A D A, at Rogers.com. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and give us a five stars if you're loving it and a little review. Thanks for that. And we'll talk next time on Belly Dance Talk Radio. Yeah.
في الهوى شاريت لا زاد ولا ميه والشوق لك قايل سهر لياليا انا في الهوى شاريت لا زاد ولا ميه والشوق لك قايل سهر لياليا انت اللي في الخاطر وانت اللي في النيه انت اللي في الخاطر وانت اللي في النيه Yeah.